Oh my god, this would make such good ASMR quality, though. God, no. Please, no. Oh my god. We should. We need to do one episode where it's just all, you know. Us ASMR. trying to do it. We would literally crack up and, like, burst eardrums, but okay. That, that's fine. It's fun. It's, it's an experience for the viewers. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Breakthrough, a podcast where we, as two average teenagers, share our experiences on various different topics. Today's episode is called Are We Toxic? And in this episode, we are going to talk about how our relationships are and whether our relationship is toxic or not. Yeah, so let's just dive right into it. Oh my god, I hate that I just said that. Um, Let me just dive right into it. Just pretend like I never said that. Okay, let's start out with just discussing our relationships with our friends. How would you say your relationships are with your friends? Oh, it depends on which friends. (laughs) I feel like you know like we didn't talk on that like we have a group chat right and we didn't talk on that group chat for like two or three months I think mm-hmm. or yeah and then like I think because we recently started talking on it literally because our friend got hacked yeah like isn't that kind of sad like isn't that just a broken relationship when you need to have an excuse to talk to someone I think and when the excuse is so pitiful as you know someone getting hacked yeah, and, like, the relationship, not the relationship, the conversation literally lasted, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Anyways, yeah. okay. One of the other friends, like, you know who I'm talking about, like, you know, like, like, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, that girl. I feel like she's, like, at least, like, you know, somewhat close with us, because, like, I feel like I don't talk to her as much, but, like, when I do meet up with her, we still have a lot to talk about. Like, I'm not sure if you know what I'm talking about, but, like, I have some friends who are, like, I grew up with, and, like, I don't talk to them, like, at all. Like, I text them once every, like, two or three months. But whenever, like, we meet up in person, like, we just don't stop talking. That's the complete opposite for me, I think. I think I'm more, like, secure online, but my other friends are not. Like, they don't really – they're not really, like, as active online as I am because I'm one of those friends – but, like, I don't know if you've seen those, but it's, like, that one friend who's always online, and then, like, t- they text them, and before, like, they even finish texting, like, they're always, like, okay, yeah, let's go meet up here, or whatever. Like, that's me. Yeah, I'm that yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm so active all the time, but none of my friends are active either, so it's just kind of, like, a strain. But then when I go in person, I'm not really, like, a smooth talker, which makes no sense, because why the fuck am I doing this podcast? But, um... I'm not really, like, a smooth conversation list, if that even is a word. Um, yeah, that's a word. That's a word. Nice. Okay. So, I just, I prefer to be online, but my, like, relationship with my friends in person is kind of fucked up. Like, our former friend group was, were, like, the only, like, close IRLs that I had, but now I don't even talk to them anymore, so I can, I don't even, I can consider them friends for sure, but we're not as close as we used to be. We're not, like, a proper friend group, you know? Yeah, um, I feel like we're just um, acquaintances, you know? Like, when we go to school, we're friends. But, like, outside of school, we don't really um, talk. And, like, I don't think any of those people are toxic, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think just the way that we interact with each other is just a little bit toxic. But less of, like, it being toxic, just, like, we lack interaction. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. bottom line, we don't talk. 
Yeah. I mostly have, like, online friends. And those friends are, like, the best friends that I could ever ask for. And um, I, I think I very much prefer online friends because when you're online, you can show, like, the best sides of yourself, you know, in a sense. And while that could be a little bit toxic, I do have some negative traits that, like, only appear when I'm in person. So when I'm online, I can just kind of show the best version of myself. Whereas, like, when I'm in person, my relationship with my friends is kind of strained, you know? Yeah, like, I, like, for me, I feel like online friends are really different because I've had a couple of online friends, but I feel like I just can't keep, a re- like, uh, a conversation for really long. Like, because mm-hmm. I don't really know, I'm not in their life really much, and, like, I don't know enough about them to keep a conversation going. Like, sometimes we'll have the same interests, and, you know, we'll talk about that for, like, two or three days, but I guess and we just drift out and we don't talk again. Like, I've never actually had, like, an online friend I've had, like, online conversations, but, like, it doesn't progress to, like, a friend sort of level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for me, like, I have, I, like, the longest yeah, online you friendship. Have, like, quite a few online friends, right? Like, we've met. Uh, yeah, you've met some of my online friends. So, you, like, I think that's the difference between, that's a big difference between you and I. I think I kind of, like, figure out ways to keep up the conversations, like, on text where you kind of, figure out ways to like keep the conversation going like in person like it's easier for you you know yeah like I feel like for me like online it's just like not the same yeah those I don't have many friends so I can't really speak on my relationships with them but yeah yeah like I'm I like a five side from the our shared friend group I have like another friend group and like oh yeah you have a lot of friends not like friends I guess but like friend groups like because like I don't know how to explain it like uh like a lot I have like childhood friends that like we don't talk but as soon as we do get together there's always it's not awkward like like when we don't talk for like three months um but like when we come to the same room and like we sit and we just like chill on our phones or doing homework like the silence isn't awkward it's sort of just like we're sitting there and we're chilling yeah that's Um, another thing you said that silence is never awkward for you silence is always awkward for me because the shared friend group that we're both in is my childhood friends actually well actually no that's a lie because my like they're like my friends from like grade five and onward because when grade five and before I actually didn't have that many friends I had two friends but they were really toxic and Mm. I kind of missed them but it's okay um so I never really had like proper childhood friends you know from like kindergarten and growing up but from grade five and onwards that's our friend group that we're in and even still like whenever it's silent I feel so awkward but you're like you're fine with silence, which I found really surprising. Like, for me, silence is sort of just, like, you know, like, a comfortable sort of way to just relax. Like, like with some before when pre-COVID, when I went to, like, friends' houses, sometimes we would just lay on our bed and just scroll through our phones. Like, we don't talk to each other or anything. We just scroll through shit. And, like, when we see something funny, we send it to each other. We kind of, like, laugh it off. And, like, it's just, like, relaxing together. Mm-hmm. I never had that with my friends, which I think was a big red flag, but that's okay. I mean, we can try that. Maybe after COVID, you come over and I can show you how to meditate. <laughs> I d- actually do meditate. I meditate with this app. I can't say the name because, you know, podcasting rules, but I meditate. I recently started to pick up meditating, but I just like, I can't sit in silence with other people. I can only sit in silence with myself, you know? I think our meditation is a little bit different. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Like, how I meditate is I turn off all the lights. It's got to be nighttime. And I just, like, lay on my floor. 
oh, that's not how I I meditate by like, I I sit in a chair, I keep my feet like to the ground. And then I have like this, this, not this podcast, what the heck, I have this app. And it like, um, it like tells me a bunch of stuff. Like I meditate before I go to bed. And then like, I have to meditate at least once a day. Like, for example, the ones where I go, like, I meditate before I go to bed. um, There's this app that just like, tell um that like forces me to lie down and then it kind of describes me walking through a forest kind of and it's weird but it works and it's a form of meditation I just I it's on the tip of my tongue I don't remember what it's called like visualization I think and it just helps you like you know remove all like the weird thoughts and just be I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this it's just it's very calm in your mind it tries to make all the bad thoughts disappear. I think that our was... purpose of meditation is different too. Yeah, yeah, I think it is too. What's your purpose? My purpose is like I do like religious meditation. Oh so. yeah, we're completely different then. Yeah, I like I like just lay on the floor. I normally like I pull up my Bible, I like read a verse or something. Whatever pops out to me, I kind of just like lay on the floor and I just like wait. Oh yeah, no, I do it for my mental health. And I think, like, like my religious meditation is also good for mental health as well because, like, you're mm-hmm. relaxing in your thought, right? Yeah, so. yeah, that, that's for sure. That's cool. Moving on. Okay, so I think we've discussed our relationships with our friends for the most part. Now let's talk about relationships with family, if you're comfortable. Um, I mean, I think I'm pretty, like, close with my whole family. Like, we do have, like, arguments or, like, disagreements and stuff, but, like, most of the time, like, it's not very often we do that. Like, and even if we do have a disagreement or, like, an argument, we kind of, like, like to keep it um, calm. Like, we'll have an di- argument. I guess my dad will, like, yell. At, like, I don't think my dad's yelled at me in, like, two years or something. Whoa. Or, like, like my mom yells at me, but it's sort of, like, funny to me now. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. When she yells at me, it's, like, for the stupidest reasons. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I sort of just at this point amuse her. Like, she's you like, what? Amuse her. Oh. Like, she's like, Amy, like, uh, why are you always like, like go do the, like, the freaking dishes or, like, wash your own dishes or whatever. And I just don't answer her. I kind of just, like, roll my eyes and go downstairs and do it. Nice. Nice. And, like, sometimes, like, she'll, like, she'll, like, say something to me and she'll, like, tell me to do something. And it's, like, to the point where it's, like, really stupid. Like, sometimes she'll tell me something, and it's just so fake. I'm, I kind of just, like, laugh. And she's like, what? Like, why are you laughing at me? I'm like, listen to yourself. Listen to what you're saying. Like, oh, that makes absolutely And she was just like, why are you always, like, disrespecting me and stuff? I'm like, I'm sorry, but, like, listen to yourself. You yeah, laugh. No. That's the thing. Like, parents are always just like, oh, why are you disrespecting me? I'm just like, you are, you sound completely stupid right now. That, yeah. you deserve no respect in that moment like I'm sorry but and like when they say like oh like don't do this and then you turn around and on them be like you do it too they're like don't turn this on me like we're talking about you exactly like who do you think I learned it from yeah oh my gosh my mom's always like you have such a bad temper I'm like mom I think out of the, our whole family you have the worst temper honestly oh my god for like I think that's like those kind of build up so much and also just because, like, my relationship with my family, we think so differently. And when I try to, like, get through to them, they're like a brick wall. Like, they will not, they will not even, like, listen to what I have to say, you know? Like, literally, yeah. 
I, it's just so much like on the topic of um, like my older brother, he has a, a girlfriend, right? And so on the topic of that, they're always just like, oh, he shouldn't be dating right now. He has to focus on his schoolwork. He needs to get a self-established uh, career and whatever. And then they like, they always say that. And I'm just like, let the dude do what he wants to do. And then also they're, they're always like, oh yeah, his girlfriend always needs to talk to us because like every single day he needs to phone us. I'm just like, what is wrong? She's dating him, not dating you. Like they have like <laughs> the weirdest thoughts and it's so... And they also think that, like, um, he needs to get married by the age of, like, 20 or 25 or something. He's, like, 23 at the time right now. They, they, they're, like, setting up all these, like, they're literally just creating his own life for him, you know? Like, they're planning it out for him. They're not even, like, letting him have a say. And that's, like, the thing. He doesn't just do that with my older brother. They do that with, my, with me, my younger brother, and everyone. I just, just, it's so toxic where they, like... They're creating our own life for us that I, I don't... I, like, let me just do what I want to do, you know? But we just have a... To- I just have a toxic relationship with most of, my sh- most of my family. I'm close with my brother because both of us are, like, we have to take the same crap. I'm mm-hmm, like, we get exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, and that's like, the sibling close- bond. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how you bond because you both have the same... Take the same crap. And, like, I, feel like, I think I'm closer to my dad because I feel like I respect my dad more than my mother because... Same. He, my father like is is it's like I don't know, it's just stuff he says. Like it makes logical sense. Like it's like common sense. Be like, you know, like when we're well, sometimes we just we're discussing like coronavirus and my mom's like, Yeah, like what if it like it's like spread like she well okay, she, this is one time like we came home from grocery shopping and I like walked like two steps onto like my hardwood with my shoes on. Like, don't yell at me, I walk with my shoes on, but like two <laughs> steps to put my phone on the table. So mm-hmm. I put my phone on the table, I walk back and like I wash my hands to like take off my shoes and crap. And she goes, Amy, wipe the floor with like freaking like antiseptics or something. I'm like, why? And she's like, you stepped on the floor with your shoes, which was at the store. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Start like breathing in the floor? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not how virus works. Like, I'm not going to start licking the floor or something. Oh my god. Um, she like insists on like cleaning our heart, like our like first floors, like hardwood like every like month or so with like some like bleach or something so the first time she tried bleach and I couldn't handle it like I when I smell bleach like a lot it just I feel like I want to throw up so I'm like that yeah it's it's bleached like that's that's the point like you shouldn't I know like I feel and I I googled it apparently you can get some like serious like breathing issues I don't know and I was like mom can you not use bleach like I'm literally dying here she's like fine I'll use detergent laundry detergent I'm like mom laundry detergent isn't like a, a like an antibacterial sort of killing agent it's to clean your clothes my god you're not cleaning the floor you're you're not killing drugs you're just washing it my dad told her that he's like there's literally no like like sort of germ killing thing in detergent and she's like no 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 there's like usage and i'm like okay my god it can be tough but like i don't know man like I, like don't get me wrong like i'm really grateful for having like the family I do mm-hmm. and like I really, I really love them and stuff so don't mm-hmm. who are listening just to make sure like they don't think I want to like like I don't know jail my parents or something <laughs> like <laughs> yeah no that's understandable I just I, I have nothing to speak on with the relationship with my family because there is none you know mm-hmm. so yeah anyways <laughs> let's talk about whether or not our relationship is toxic so yeah so like I did some research um, this isn't like scientific research or anything. This is just like 
literally like reading up like BuzzFeed websites. Yes. So <laughs> our beloved Amy, she did research because she writes our scripts. <laughs> yes. Um, so there's like 10 big sort of red flags when um, a relationship is toxic. So the first one is like lack of support. Um, it's basically when they're the person you're in a relationship with stops being positive or supportive about your goals. Um, and like, you just don't feel like they have your back. Yeah, I think, I don't think I actually see that a lot in my relationships. Do you? Mm, yeah, actually, I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's a lack of support in my relationships. Like, if I'm talking about my family, they're mostly, mostly positive about, like, my goals or, like, I tell them, like, hey, I want to do this in the future. And they're like, okay, yeah, you can go do it. And, like, something happens to me, I can always, like, depend on them to, like, be there for me. Um, oh, yeah, no, for me, it's not because of that, that I don't have lack of support. I think it's because I just am not open about my goals in general with my family. So I don't see that support. And I don't get that support because there's nothing to support in their eyes. You know, mm. but with my friends, like if I say something, they'll be like, Oh, my God, you got this. Good job. You know, let's go like they're really supportive. So I think it kind of balances it out where because I think in and you and normal not normal people but like people who have good relationships with their family and friends they get like 50% of their support from their family and then 50% of their support from their friends or like there's like a hundred percent kind of thing like between the two of them like whether it be like 60% and then 40% but for me it's just a hundred percent my friends so I don't I don't feel that lack of support like yeah like I think it's actually the opposite for me I think I get like 90% of my support from my family and like 10% from my friends because like I think with okay like I'm talking specifically about our friend group because um yeah, yeah let the let the truth be, be or let the let the statement be shown what is it what is it is that what know. it's called let the statement let the record show there we go <laughs> oh my god I'm like what are you trying to say <laughs> let the record show that when we're talking about these we're talking about the friend group that we're both in okay yeah like I think you and um are both the only friends I ever share anything with like ever like really I like do see something funny you two are mostly the only ones who I send it to or like when you know I have a thought um like even if it is I'm gonna share it with someone it's very rare I ever share it like when I'm having a bad day I don't think I've ever texted anybody been like I'm having a bad day but like I feel like whenever I'm like hey I did this I got this like you guys are really supportive you guys are like oh my gosh like that's a win or like whatever and like mm-hmm. or like oh like I like I think I'm with her especially like you know like when you post something and you're all your like IRLs like they don't even have to be friends they hype you up right mm-hmm. you can tell which ones are actually sincere and which ones are just like just for show mm-hmm. you know like it's sort of like oh if I comment on your post picture I know you're, I'm going to get get a comment back sort of thing versus, yeah. oh my God, like I'm here, I'm hyping you up. I'm here for this. I'm living for this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like for me, my, like the support, I guess that I get is like through my goals. Like if I've done something like good or whatever there, and I tell my friends, cause I think you, you, when you said that you only tell me and I think I, I tell, I don't know. I don't think I actually tell anyone in general. I think I just post it on like, my spam and I like text a couple of people 
if I'm like really really happy about it and then like they'll be really really supportive because that's just kind of like the dynamic that we have but then when it comes to like posting and shit like that I get a lot of support but that's just but I don't think I've ever gotten like comments from people who don't that only do it just for show like I think all the comments that I get are people who are genuinely supporting me you know yeah like I'm not saying like people who comment on our post are like not genuine or whatever yeah, I'm just saying yeah. there's a few I can be like you're here just for me to comment on your post right yeah yeah exactly I I thankfully I've cut those types of people out of my life so I don't get that but I can see how like toxic that can be yeah and like I'm like I like I feel like we're not open enough about like our own goals or like our dreams and like or whatever um because like I feel like it's because that's like an untouched area like we haven't gone there before so like we're kind of afraid of like you know what kind of response we're gonna get mm-hmm. like we haven't ever like I don't think we've ever shared like oh like this is like this was my day um something sucky happened like I don't think we've ever gone there before so it's sort of like mm, it makes me hesitant to sort of like try it you know I think I think I've never done that I actually know I think I've done that one-on-one I'm not sure if I've done that with you but like when I have like a sucky day or something weird happens or something like that I I rant on it on like my private account and then like whoever actually cares will reply like that's like whoever actually like wants to listen in or whatever will reply you know so I think that's like where I get my support and like when I need to talk about my sucky days people will like support me and be like oh it's okay because I don't have like a specific person that I go to I don't think but actually mm-hmm. no I do I, I have some specific people but those specific people are on my account does that make sense right yeah like now that I think about it you do post a lot of like work stories or like story times on, like, yeah yeah I feel like that's how I get um like the insight sort of like see the how like your life is really it like because mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm a pretty open person like uh like I when I talk about like my life or stuff I I usually go to like my um my online friends or whatever um I they know who they are but like on top of that I also go on to like my Instagram story and then like you usually respond to like majority you're like one of the only people that actually responds to like majority of the things so now I also talk to you about my my day and things like that yeah and I think like like, I, I don't think we need to, like, talk to each other, like, every single day. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's good to just, like, be, like, you know, like, hey, look like look at this. Or, like, like hey, what's up? Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, or, like what you doing right now? Exactly. And, like, like, I think it's just because I when I used to do that with, like, my friends or whatever, like, I didn't get a response. <laughs> like, sometimes uh... I'll send them something and I'll be, like, oh, how are you doing? They're, like, good. That's it. So I'm, like. Hey, not asking you again oh god well as a segue then moving on to those conversations let's talk about that kind of toxic communication then so like a toxic communication when I found online was like it's when a conversation is not kind or when it's like filled with sarcasm like not constructive criticism just criticism any hostility or like generally we avoid talking to each other so I don't think that applies to our conversations like at all Mm-hmm. Um, but like I the ones that you were oh sorry you go no 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 yeah like I was just gonna say like our conversations are generally like really lighthearted, they're really supportive and like which we're just there to have a good time you know 
Yeah. And the conversations that you were talking about, like from before when you used to talk to your friends every single day, when they were just like good, but they didn't even ask you how you were doing. I think that's also like a type of toxic communication and that like they avoided talking to you kind of, you know, mm, so it's kind sort of, of like, I have to answer you because I already opened the message sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's pretty toxic because you should when you want to talk to someone, I think you should like actually want to talk to them and not like talk to them just because their message is there, you know? God, you know what I hate? I hate being left on red. Like, I absolutely hate it. I'm like, you could literally just tell me, hey, I'm not down to talk right now. Hey, I'm busy. You don't have to just, like, leave me on red. What does that mean? I actually, I haven't been, this is just actually showing me how not toxic my friend groups are, or, like, not my friend groups, but, like, my friends are, because I can't remember the last time that I was left on red. Like, I think the last time that I was left on red was accidentally because they opened up the message, but, like, they didn't see that they opened up the message, you know? And, like, I get, like, if you, like, okay, I sometimes do this, too. Like, I'll open a message, and, like, I'll be, like, I answer in my head, and then, like, I yeah. get, and then I forget to, like, actually send the message. But, like, there's also, the, like, the fact that, like, you know, you can see some people are active, and you, like, send them a message, but, like, they don't answer you. And I feel like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think for me, though, like, I've gotten, like, some people saying, like, oh, my God, you're active right now. Why are you responding? But I wasn't active at the time. Like, on, on like, the, like, for example, they were, like, um, texting me on Instagram. They're just, like, oh, you were active. Answer. And I was, like, I literally was not on Instagram. I was watching Netflix. And somehow, like, Instagram's telling me that I'm active, even though I'm not. Which I think that can also be kind of, like, toxic in a way where they're just, like, you know, oh, you're, you're like, criticizing me for not being on Instagram kind of thing, kind of thing, you know? Instagram, do better. What the heck? Exactly. <laughs> like, like, bro, I don't, what if that happens to me? What if, like, it says I'm active and I'm not and people are, like, bitch, like. That's happened like, to me before. But I, it wasn't, it was, like, lighthearted. Like, they weren't actually mad. I could tell. But still. Yeah. yeah but, like, I, I'm, like, I'm just saying, like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know, like, it just randomly says you're active when you're not. Yeah, like, it happened to me before. I don't know if it's, like, I don't know if it was a glitch or whatever. But, like, in order to avoid that when they're, like, calling me out or whatever, we use tone indicators. My beloved tone indicators. Oh, my God. And it just kind of avoids, like, that toxic communication. Because, like, you can tell when they're being sarcastic or when they're not being sarcastic. When they're being, like, rude or when it's lighthearted. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. I think, I think people should adapt tone indicators. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what tone indicators are, it's just, like, when you type something and then there's, like, you want to have, like, a certain connotation with it. So you put down, like, there's, like, a list. I guess I'll, like, link it in the description or whatever. But slash LH means, like, lighthearted. Slash S means, like, sarcastic. So you can tell what kind of connotation they're trying to give with that message. And I think that really helps avoid toxic communication, you know? Yeah, like, I I remember you, like, taught those to me. People use that with me. I would, like, so many, like, misunderstandings could be avoided. Resolved, yeah. Yeah, it just used tone indicators because sometimes, like, like, sometimes you send me a message. I'm like, did she really mean that? Or is she, like, playing right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure at first they were meant for neurodivergent people. But now, like, they use it. And also people who just, like, just in regular text conversations, when you don't really know what someone's saying, they can also be useful. So I think tone indicators are, like, something that a lot of people should adopt just for, like, all the benefits, you know? Yeah, like, I feel like it definitely will help me and stuff. And there's, like, times, like, where, like, we use, like, like, we call each other things that society labels I have bad, like, whore or, like, hoe and stuff. But, like, we don't mean it. And, like, I, like just if, if you have any, like, 
like thinking that I mean like it's bad but like no I use it as in like like it's like, like saying hey. dude it's like saying dude yeah, whoa yeah, yeah, yeah. yo you know like I I do that all the time I just I think I've adapted it so much that I like I start calling people at work whores by accident too <laughs> it's so like oh my god story time this is just completely separate from the toxic thing because this is not toxic at all but like whenever I talk to my friends specifically Amy I always call her like whore ho bitch where are you what the fuck you know I do that so much with my friends that like when I go to work or like a professional uh, environment where society is just like that is wrong and that is rude like there was this one time there I was working with this co co-worker um and he was being like kind of weird so I was just like whore pick up the phone and um I said that underneath my breath and I think he heard it and I think he thinks that I call them a whore. <laughs> and so, like, I know, like, for them, it might seem toxic. But for me, it's like, it's just like, yo, dude, pick up the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, like sometimes when you're excited to tell me, you, you go, whore, can we do this? Yes. It's exactly. not like saying, saying, like, it's like saying, bitch, what's up? You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not calling I'm you not... a female dog. Yeah, no, it's just saying, like, yo, what's up? Or, like, mm-hmm. hey. Or something like that. And then, like, I feel like people, like, just get it wrong. Like, they're like, did you just call her a bitch? I'm like, yeah, and. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That just kind of communication just kind of rocky. But I don't think, like, all in all, we don't have toxic communication. Because I think we're pretty, like, we're not, when we are sarcastic, it's, like, for funny jokes, you know? It's not for, like, oh, really? You wore that? It's just, like, it's not, like, that kind of sarcasm. It's just, like, wow, I really, like, I don't know. What, what's an example of sarcasm that we use? Like, healthy sarcasm. Uh, we do. We, we go, like, when you send me something and it's, like, really stupid, I'm like, oh, we love that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, sort of like that. That kind of sarcasm, I think, is healthy. Yeah, it's, like, it's like lighthearted. Like, you get it. You get they're not, like, trying to, like, sh- like hurt you or, like, put you down in any way. So we're just, like, like mm-hmm. I think it, like, varies person to person. Like, you can't be, like – how you are sarcastic with one person with like another person exactly yeah I like talk differently with each friend because everyone like takes things differently you know yeah definitely like my talking patterns are so weird with like different people like with you I say I like swear a lot more yeah (laughs) I know I know I saw that with other people I'm like extremely like a clean mouth (laughs) yeah no that's fair like with some people some people can't really um take like the like keyboard smashes or like the sarcastic um on or ironic emoji use like easily or whatever or like they can't take it well so I talk to them really formally and things like that you know it's yeah just to make sure that there's no like toxicity or just like no weird vibes being thrown across Mm -hmm. like I think for me if you can tell if we're close because I swear if I swear station that means I'm comfortable with you like um like I'm okay with like you know showing you what I'm really like versus like with like like let's just say at DECA like at DECA I was like I was feeling myself I love that environment all the girls there were just like so like funny like oh that too <laughs> but, I mean that too <laughs> sorry wrong wrong vibe okay wait pause yes they were fun that too that too but like we were just chilling, you know? We were vibing. Like, we were just going crazy. Like, remember when we took pictures by, mm-hmm. like, that, like, glass window and people were looking at us like we were idiots, but we were yeah. just, like... For, for oh, those who don't... For those who don't know um, what DECA is, by the way, before we continue on to this, it's, like, a... It's a business competition that our high school did with other high schools around us. 
and you have to be really formal like you can't swear you have to be like um yeah. really formal you like it was like dress code was like super serious things things like that but we were still breaking the rules and literally nobody cared at that they were like these 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 girls crazy leave them alone like exactly like, I think all of us were there not because we cared about the business conversation we were there just because like we wanted to have fun we didn't want to go to school exactly um, another saw sign of toxicity within a relationship is jealousy like like okay I get like when you see that someone is like doing well you might get like jealous but it's not like a like a sort of oh like I hate how you're so much like better than me I feel bad now it's sort of like wow I'm so like jealous you're so great like like I will hype you up I'm here for it sort of like jealous you know yeah I think jealousy is also like kind of a good thing too because when you're jealous of friends it's not like oh I want to take that away from you it's like oh I want to be like you in that sense and then you learn from them and you grow from them and I think jealousy is a good thing because of that yeah, it's, it's, like, I feel like people think there's a bad sort of jealousy. There's a jealousy where, obviously, it's, like, ooh, like, I'm jealous of you. I'm, like, your your arch nemesis now. Like, I freaking hate you. Like, I want to, like, shut you down and, like, make your – I hope, like, your life goes to, like, shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have a jealousy. I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I love that. I'm so jealous of you. I'm going to work to be like that. Like, that's, like, a new goal I have. I want to be like that, too. Mm-hmm. I think that type of jealousy is the one that – you should focus more on does that make sense and like especially like you know like when it's a bad jealousy when like when you tell them about your success and they can't be positive about it oh yeah that's for sure like when you're like oh my gosh like uh I I finally bought this thing I really wanted for a long time and they're like oh like how much money was it was it a waste of money like ew it looks stupid or like it looks ugly like that's like that's toxic you can tell they're jealous they're Mm -hmm. toxic jealous Mm mm-hmm but, like, I think it's, like, for me, when I get jealous, I don't, I try not to be toxic. I mean, I don't know if I, because I'm hoping I'm not toxic, <laughs> like, in this sense. But, like, with jealousy, when I see, like, other people, like, looking like they have their life together, or, like, looking so pretty, or, like, you know, being, like, talented or whatever, I'm just, like, wow, you're so cool. And then I just, like, I wish I could be like that. And then instead of, like, like channeling that wish into like hating on the other person I try to be like that like I work to improve myself so that I I don't look exactly like them or I don't act exactly like them but like I take them as inspiration you know and then I like channel my jealousy into working on myself and like I feel like that sort of jealousy is good but like I feel like there's a lot of times where like people I don't think this applies to us but like there there will be times when people are like they look at them and they sort of get jealous and they put themselves down because they're like, oh, I'm not like that. Why are they like so much better than me? I'm so jealous of them. But like my life sucks compared to theirs. Like they compare them and then they get upset or like sad that, you know, like their life isn't like that person's. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't think I have like jealousy in any of my friendships though. I hope not anyway. Well, like the bad jealousy. I definitely have good jealousy. Yeah, like, like I don't think I ha- yeah, I don't think I have any bad jealousy. It's not like I I don't look at you and be like, oh, like Akashini like does this, ugh, like that fucking bitch or like whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think I have any of those. Mm-hmm. Same. It's just like the oh, I want to improve my oh, I want to <laughs> improve on myself because they're super cool. That kind of thing. And like most of the time when I see someone with like um something I like I like want or like most of the time it's I don't even feel jealous. Most of the time I'm like damn. 
like wow they really they really got their life together like damn. exactly I don't but <laughs> you know when I see other people have their life together I'm just like yeah I need to be like that <laughs> I need to do that like <laughs> exactly so, I mean I think it's just different for everybody everybody handles stuff differently so exactly yeah so I guess we can check that off we're not toxic in that way mm-hmm. all right let's see what else there is Oh, controlling behavior. So I don't think we have this at all. We don't control each other's lives. I don't. Okay. So controlling behaviors, like when you research, you put down like questioning where you are all the time or getting upset when you don't text back immediately. I don't mm-hmm. think we have that, but I'm going to be completely honest. I think I have that kind of behavior with my other friends, but it's not like freakishly controlling. It's more like, um, oh, why aren't you, why aren't you, you know, doing that with me instead? Cause like a couple of months ago, my dad saw two of my friends hanging out together and I was literally texting those friends like an hour before they started hanging out together. And, um, when my dad went up to them, was just like, Oh, hi, how are you? Or whatever. Uh, have you talked to Vakashi recently? Cause he brought that up somehow. And they were just like, Oh no, we haven't. And then they just walked away. Like, that's not really, I feel like that's toxic, but, um, it wasn't toxic on their part. It was toxic on my part. Cause I know friends should be able to hang out like individually on their own, but it just kind of like bugged me the fact that they like lied about not talking to me or whatever. And then they were just like, um, they didn't even like ask about me or anything. Like I, I, I felt kind of controlling when I was like that. Cause I know I shouldn't be, but I was like, Oh, why aren't they hanging out with me too? What the heck? Like they literally saw my dad, they were in front of my house and they didn't really say anything. Like that's kind of weird and then I was just I felt really controlling in that sense so I think that's a toxic trait on my part that I need to fix but yeah you know like I don't think that's actually a controlling behavior like like I think it's actually like a natural response to have when you know someone you're close with you know doesn't you know call or text when they're near you like it's I think it's natural to feel a little bit upset like oh like you know like you sort of like feel a little bit sad that they didn't feel like calling you or whatever but like what you explained to me doesn't feel like a controlling behavior like you're not texting them and be like I saw you outside together why didn't you take me take me next time sort of thing Mm -hmm. Uh, so I feel like it's just sort of like you know um like a natural feeling to have like you didn't really I don't think you necessarily acted on it and was like these freaking people like I hate them. Why didn't they like do this? Or like, yeah, like right. was I wasn't just like, fuck you guys. Sort of no, I'm leaving. <laughs> fuck you. Everyone. Get I hate you. Bitches. Don't talk to me again. I hate you. You should go die. Like that. No, that was not me. That was so overdramatic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh like, God. I think it's like with me too. Like when I see people hanging out, um, I feel a little bit like sad, but I, I know like, you know, each person needs quality time alone too. I also, like, before, like, I see somebody together, before I, like, make any judgments, I'm sort of, like, I don't know the situation. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, they could just be hanging out or, like, you know, it could be something else. And, like, yeah. I think that's something I really don't like in relationships is when people jump to conclusions. hmm Like, they don't think, like, oh, this could have happened. Something could have happened. Like, something unimaginable could have gone down that you're not aware of. Like, not everything is as it seems or what you think it is. Mm-hmm. but I think we both understand that so that's why we don't have this like toxic um thing we don't have like toxic behaviors in the sense of controllingness. yeah Ew. like like sometimes like when I when I like text you like I like when you don't text back I'm I'm not like you like ho text me back right now or like mm-hmm. whatever like if, I, if you don't text back I'm like whatever she's probably busy like my first thought is she's probably busy mm-hmm. or like 
um she's she's doing something right now or, or like when you're like you know active I don't like text you and be like bitch talk to me right now I can see you're active like <laughs> exactly like, yeah I don't think we have any sort of controlling behavior like I, if anything we're like really not controlling like we're yeah. the opposite controlling. sort of like what's up what are you doing oh cool yeah we're pretty chill that way I was gonna say something about this but I completely forgot fuck Ugh, whatever okay but like sometimes like when you know like especially like turning each other down like when we're like hey do you want to like do this like you're like oh I'm at work right now like I can't right now it's not I'm not like you ho like yeah spend every minute of your like life with me or or whatever I'm like oh she's at work okay Mm -hmm. yeah exactly I I wish like a lot of people realize that though but they oh I remember what I was gonna say a lot Uh of people like I'm so thankful that you're like that where you're just like oh she's at work okay I'll leave her alone kind of thing because there are some people who just think that they're like the main character all the time they're like why aren't you spending your life with me why aren't you doing stuff for me why are you doing your own shit like you are not the main character that you think you are shut up like yeah it's 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 just really annoying yeah like I I don't think I've necessarily met any of those people before but I would imagine I would get extremely annoyed (laughs) I like, met one of those people in elementary school, and they were a terrible human being. I hope they changed because they were horrible. They were also racist, but still. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, I feel like those might go hand in hand. But anyway, <laughs> fair enough. All right. The next toxic trait is resentment. So holding on to grudges or things that they've done in the past. We can check this off a billion times. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have something to say. No, okay, so if you are listening to this podcast, you know that the reason why we're doing this podcast and, like, our main kind of base for this podcast is the fact that we went from enemies to besties. So. I don't think we were enemies. Okay, I never saw you as an enemy or any sort of threat, okay? I was just antisocial. You never saw me as a threat? Excuse me? Oh, my God. I never saw you as someone I need to take down, okay? (laughs) That's what I mean by enemy. (laughs) Like, okay. Bakashi thinks I freaking hated her in grade nine for okay. Some give the reason. okay. Let me give the backstory to these listeners. Okay, so I met. Okay, we're gonna time travel back to grade nine. Okay, so Amy and I were in the same music class, but at the same time, we had already known each other because now we're moving back to grade eight. Grade eight year, one of our mutual friends, um. Actually, can you explain this? I feel like you can explain this better than I can. Okay. Yeah. So basically what happened was in grade eight, uh, one of our mutual friends of my, was at my house and she was on our snap and I saw basically Vakashini's contact. I didn't know Vakashini at this time. So I thought it'd be funny to text Vakashini and um, it be we basically was, we, okay. It was for fun. Okay. You were being <laughs> a bitch for fun. <laughs> and so basically we just started having a swearing war. And then um, I did, after that, I completely don't know what happened. I didn't have any update. It was just, like, for fun that time. Um, yeah, grade 8 was, grade was pretty toxic now that I think about it. Anyways, that's the past now. Um, so we did that. And then later, in, like, start of grade 9. No, 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 mutual- no, 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 you're forgetting something. After she did that swearing war, war, she told me to add her on Snapchat. So I did. And then we yeah. had each other on Snapchat and we also had each other on Instagram because of that. I because don't remember you were, that. Because you, okay. you were still doing Wattpad shit. So I was reading your um, 
your stories back then. I remember. In grade eight? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. I'm, my timeline is getting muddled. One sec. Okay. Like summer of grade eight or something like that? Because I, I remember you were – I was reading your Wattpad shit at that time. Ew, Wattpad. <laughs> anyway, yes. um, I don't remember the snapping – Snapchat adding. But anyways, it was like – We And then did. we got – Okay, I'll take your word for it. But, like, <laughs> I don't remember any of that. And then our mutual friend, like, we both had, like, the same – Like, we both, like, were into K-pop at that time. And the mutual friend was like, hey, like, I'll add you into this, like, K-pop group chat. And I was like, okay, cool. That sounds great. So she puts me in. We talk a little bit. And then, like, so we found out that Vakash, like, Vakash and I are attending the same high school. Um, so, yeah. And then we were both apparently in the same vocals class, which I think I knew. But I didn't know who Vakash was. So, like, How? I- what do you mean? I didn't know what your face looked like. We had each other on Snapchat. So I didn't know what your face looked like. Wow, she says this, but I know it's not true. Anyway, continue. No, no. no. I, I legit, like, I don't even know if you, like, even if you sent me Snapchat or whatever, I just remember that at the time, I don't know who Vakashini is. Like, I don't know her face. Like, I cannot I- identify her in my vocals class. Okay, okay, carry on. So then, like, later, like, on, on the group chat, we were like, oh, like, like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know how this came up, but we started talking about like, being in the same vocal class or something. And then mm-hmm. we, like, we were, like, told each other, like, we were going to meet up with each other at, like, entrance or whatever. And, like, we saw each other. It was the most awkward interaction ever. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's painful to think back to. I was like, oh, my God. I was so awkward. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then for some reason, Akashni thinks I hated her. No, and- because, okay, we, she knew that I was in her class, right? But she would never talk to me in vocals class. And she because just I leave don't me. Know. Like, no, I she- didn't know what to say. Well, you could have been friends with me. She ditched me for this other person that she met on the first day of school. She didn't even talk to me. And then, like, for the entire first half of that semester, I was just left alone in the lurch. Because my perspective was that, oh, we were going to be, like, partners in music class. You know, we were going to be friends or whatever so on the first day I was like okay finally I have a friend in one of these classes that's great and so I made friends in like my other three classes but this class I didn't make friends because I assumed that Amy and I were going to be friends and so I I didn't want to leave her in the lurch but she left me in the lurch and then for the entire first half of the semester I had no friends in that class okay 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 number one this might just be me because I don't know why I don't I don't have any memory of what happened before grade 10 um because I think I was just in, like, a, a phase of just, like, I was basically a ghost drifting through days. Like, I can't remember shit that happened. But maybe I ignored Vakashni or whatever. I have no memory of that. But I think, like, one of the reasons why I might have done that is because I didn't feel like I could vibe with Vakashni. I don't know why. What? Like, I just couldn't feel, like, I didn't know what to say to you. I didn't know how to talk to people. Because, like, the reason why I talked to that other girl was because, like, basically Mm -hmm. like because that girl was friends with that other girl that I was talking to so it was sort of like a mutual like sort of connection like because that my friend knew that girl I was a little bit closer to that girl but like with you like your friend your friend that introduced us also knew me yeah but she wasn't connection like she wasn't there to sort of like pull the relationship together you know like like, because I had English as first period with both of them in our vocals class, our mutual friend wasn't there to sort of, like, pull it together. And I was, okay. like, I'm an awkward person in grade nine. Like, I did not talk to people for shit. 
Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like, but still, like, <sighs> you're Emily, never you still gonna hate me. <laughs> I'm never gonna let this go. But let me get this straight. I'm not holding a grudge like negatively. It's not because I want Amy to be like, oh, apologize, bow down to me, whore. It's not like that. It's more. It's like it's more like a lighthearted joke. Like, oh, she hated it's me more in grade nine. Trying to annoy me. Yeah, but anyways, I just thought we were enemies for like the entire first semester. But then second semester, we had a different class together, and that friend that she made in vocals class wasn't in that class. So then she moved, and um, she became friends with me. Yeah. But anyways, this resentment thing we can check off. But like, I'm not like it. It might be toxic, but it's not as toxic as like actively hating on someone and being like you're a whore you're a bitch like go fuck yourself you know that kind of thing yeah like it's not as in like you know you did something to me I'm gonna hold you accountable for the rest of your life mm-hmm. like even if it apologies or whatever if like say like you did something you made a mistake or whatever mm-hmm. like I'm not, like every conversation like you remember when you did this like yeah like it's not yeah. like that no like our enemies to best friends thing uh starts off with like Amy calling me a bitch out of nowhere on Snapchat to being kind of bitchy to me in vocals. That's like the enemies thing. But I don't okay. resent her for I'll that. Because I don't, I don't, no, no, no. I don't resent her for that because it brought us to where we are today. There you go. Okay, so so bitchiness is a must. <laughs> bitchiness we'll is a must. Together. Yes, it's a must. In All our right. in our friendship, it's a must. Because it's not it's not resentment, it's just holding a grudge. Isn't isn't that worse or something? No, no, it's not. It's fine. It's it's we're fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Anyways, next. Okay. All right. Next trait of toxicity is dishonesty. So finding yourself constantly making up lies to not hang out with the other person or just being dishonest in general. Okay, I think there's. Uh, I don't think we do that with each other necessarily. No, but... I'm flat out honest with you. Like I'm an open book, but. I think with other friends, like, when when we need to, like, get out of hanging out or something, I sometimes, like, depending on the person, I can't just be like, oh, I don't feel like hanging out today. I'll just make up a lie, you know? Yeah, like, I feel like with us, I'm, like, I don't know about you, but I'm comfortable if, like, we make a hangout and, like, that day I'm not feeling great. I, I would be fine texting you, hey, like, can we change the day? I'm not feeling great today. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I can do that with our friend group. If we make a hangout, I will, most of the time I'll force myself to go because, I'm the it's type falling of, apart. Yeah, it's falling apart. I'm the type of person <laughs> who thinks, um, it, you know, like, it can't be that bad. Let me go and see how it is. And then I force myself into a situation I hate. And, Same. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I don't like making up excuses. Like, to me, it feels like I'm doing something bad. And, like, someone will find out and, like, call me out for it. So, like, I'm scared to do that. But, like. Yeah, I only do that. Like, when I genuinely can't be open or honest to the people because I feel guilty, you know? But yeah, for like, the most okay. part, we don't do that. If we, like, scheduled, like, a FaceTime or something, um, and I was, like, I wanted to focus more on, like, watching or I wanted to focus more on watching, like, a TV show, I would watch the TV show, and I would tell you I'm watching the TV show rather than FaceTiming <laughs> you. But And, like, that, that's okay with me. I'm not going to be like, you bitch, why would you choose a TV show over me? Like, yeah. Like, I get, like, you know, people, we need time to, like, wind down, too. So, like, yeah. I'm not going to get but, angry at you with it. But for the most part, like, I think when we face them, it's hard for us to, like, get our schedules to match and, like, to actually face them and shit like that. So most of the time mm-hmm. I will drop the TV show to talk to you. But in the off chance where I'm, like, so invested in the TV show, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I'm invested to, into the TV show. <laughs> You're like, 
Someone, something's about to go down. Yeah, exactly. I don't care what it is you're doing. Like, you could literally be choosing to, like, eat over me. Like, I don't care what it is. If you're honest with me and tell me, like, like, like that time, I was like, yo, like, should we, like, do something today or whatever? You were like, oh, like, my, we already, like, scheduled something with my other friend. I was like, okay, cool. Like, have fun or whatever. I didn't, I wasn't like you ho. Like, yeah. Like, I appreciated that you told me, you know, you were going um, to watch a movie with your friend you've already scheduled. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. I, like, I, like, appreciate that more than being like, oh, sorry, like, I'm, I don't know, like, what's an excuse people make up? I don't know. But, like, making excuse for it, like, yeah because honestly if I what if it was someone else I would have definitely told them like otherwise but I had friends with an or I had plans with another friend at the time so I was like you know what it's Amy I know she won't be mad and I think that's a sign of it not being toxic the fact that I know that you won't be mad or like lash out at me yes I think definitely if like because I think people make excuses because they sort of like know that like can kind of predict the friend group or whatever the friend will be angry with them or feel upset or like they're just like they know there won't be a positive response to it so that's why they feel like they can lie so I feel like it goes both ways for dishonesty it's like just being dishonest is toxic but it's also because the friend might have a toxic response to it mm-hmm. which sort of makes people want to be dishonest but we don't have that so it's fine <laughs> no we don't have that I think okay so the next one patterns of disrespect is also a sign in toxic relationships so when you're like chronically being uh, quote-unquote late or like just forgetting about really important events or just like other signs of just being disrespectful to the other individual and so the question here is is it genuine forgetfulness or is it an excuse I mean I can really pull up some stuff from before but I think it's just genuine you're late. no do it okay we've had some like hangouts where like you're late <laughs> like yeah like, like there was like times where like we scheduled to go to the mall at like four o'clock we came at like 30 like I think that's genuine like because you're like you're like your dad was not being punctual or like your freaking bike broke down which was like not great yeah like for me it's not disrespect I don't think that's like me being disrespectful because I don't care about you I think I'm just not punctual (laughs) like it's, it's usually like my parents who give me a ride or something like that but also I just I can't plan out my day properly because the times that we hang out I'm always like I, I know that I'm always the late one that, that's not that's not even like with you it's with other people as well like we were supposed to start recording this podcast at like 3 30 or something but we ended up doing it at like four because i'm a punct- i'm not punctual i think sometimes it's just you're unlucky like that time your bike broke down like that's just yeah just, like, no one you didn't know oh my bike's gonna break down yeah exactly like, it like it broke down and like the, the the air went out of the tire so it was like um harder for me to bike with you know mm-hmm. So I had to just like bring it back home. And then that caused me to be like 20 minutes late or like my dad mm-hmm. just being annoying and not knowing what times are, that kind of thing. Yeah. And like, I, I'm sort of like, cause I know with you, if you like tell me like you're, you're late or something, or if like, uh, you're like, you want to cancel a plan or whatever, like, cause like, I know with you, you're being honest with me. Like we have a history of like not lying to each other or whatever. So I like trust that you're telling me the truth. So I won't get angry or whatever. Like, because mm-hmm. I do enjoy when people cancel, but it depends on who it is. Like, if you cancel, I'm like, oh, she obviously has something going on, like, whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. if somebody else has a history of being, like, not honest with me and they cancel and they're like, oh, it has something to do, I'm like, you really, though? Yeah, exactly. Like, I hate that, too, because, like, I will be late, but I will never, 
like I think once or twice I might have forgotten that like we were supposed to FaceTime or whatever but that was not like I remember this one time I forgot that I was supposed to FaceTime you but that was because like right after I had a test and I did not do well in that test so I was like freaking the fuck out and so I just needed like a calm day where like I just walk outside and that kind of stuff I've forgotten about like our hangout once that time but like I've been late but it's just because I'm not punctual but like I never am like and I hate canceling last minute like I hate doing that because I know how annoying that is to like have gotten ready and everything like that and then the person just texts you saying oh sorry I can't make it today like that's so fucking annoying so I always promise myself to never to always find anything that I can do before I can actually work before like my last option is to cancel last minute you know and like Something, like, I know, it, like, it, canceling is annoying to me and I don't like it or, like, being late, like, it's annoying to me and stuff, but it just depends on who it is because I know you don't mean to be disrespectful to me in a way. Like, mm-hmm. I know you're late, not because, like, you want to, like, waste my time or just annoy me or something. Like, I know you're late because something happened. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, like, like, it's different because other people I know who, like, you know, are late and stuff. Like, for me, I get the feeling of you don't care. Or like exactly and like that doesn't like sit well with me and stuff exactly like, and, like sometimes when you forget about facetimes or whatever like whatever i don't really care like it's a facetime it's, not, it's like it's not it's not a big deal but when other people forget about like facetimes and they don't give me an explanation later like they just completely like act like it never was planned that's when i'm like bitch yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so I think we do have these patterns, but I don't think that they're patterns because of disrespect. Yeah, like, we're not meaning to be, like, disrespectful. We're not like, oh, I want to disrespect you, so I'm going to be late. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, not- it's, only, it's only an issue when the other person takes it to be really disrespectful and they feel hurt by it. But I think when that happens, you need to be honest about it being, about it, like, hurting you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, like, even if, like, I feel like even if this person didn't need to just be disrespectful, if that person felt like they were disrespected, I think that's when things need to be, like, talked about. But, like, for us, I don't feel disrespected. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think something I have is I constantly like to make up excuses for people. Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's just how she is. Oh, she didn't mean it like that. Like, I don't know if it's that's that's a healthy pattern to have. Because, like, I don't think it is. No matter what people do to me, I always try and make an excuse for them yeah same I think that's toxic I like I don't even know if that's toxic I just think that's like like I don't know man like (laughs) because I think also I'm just gonna jump the gun here um making up excuses also kind of just like ignoring your needs you know because like in like you're making up excuses for like other people for things that you that you need like that you wait what the fuck am I saying you're making up excuses (laughs) for other people but um you're ignoring your needs in the process like it's okay to be a little bit selfish sometimes that's all I know but like for me it's sort of like like for me it's almost like it's okay if you ignore my need like I'm okay with you like you know like not being super tentative to like what I need because like I can I can like I'm okay with it like yeah, but I still think that's kind of toxic because even if you are okay with it, I don't think that's right for the other person to just assume, you know? Like, I guess it's not right for the other person to do that to me, I guess. But, like, I'm not going to incite anything over it. Like, I won't fight her over it. I probably won't talk to her about it because, like, 
it just comes down to who the person is. And I know if I talk to this person about it, they might become really sarcastic about it. And yeah, it just won't really progress our relationship anywhere. So but like, I that's might toxic. as well just ignore it. Like, I know that's toxic, but like, it doesn't hurt that much. Like, it, it hurts, but like, to the point that's where like, so- I can take it. That's not good because that's still ignoring your needs. You shouldn't need to actually have to take it. I know, but like, not I. I like understand not every relationship would be perfect, right? Yeah, that's fair. so. Like, just because this part isn't perfect, I'm like, whatever. I'm not gonna like try and like. But is it just this part? Because the, you said that they they would be like sarcastic about it, and that also goes in in hand in hand with toxic communication. And then, like, they're I also mean, being dishonest think, about what they have to do. I think I, like, it's to the point where, like, I don't think this is good, but it's to the point where, like, I'm okay with toxicity. Like, we need to work on that. <laughs> I Like, yeah, maybe that's something I need to work about on. But, like, it's, like, to the point of, like, I don't think, like, it's worth fighting over. Like, like this person I grew up with and, like, I really love her. Like, like I just, like, I don't even care if people return my feelings. Like, if I want to, like be supportive of you and you're not supportive of me I'm like that's okay with me because like I can support you in any way it hurts me to 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 think that or it hurts me to realize that you think that because that's not like okay I'm gonna put it like this like I'm okay if people use me I'm not (laughs) there There we go go. (laughs) that's that's it that's a difference but again I'll try and make more excuses (laughs) that's so toxic Oh man, like, ugh. why do I think like this? Yeah, I think, well, that's what this podcast is about to realize that some of our relationships are, in fact, toxic. Like, I don't even know why I do that. I think it's just, it's because you want to save all of your relationships. You want to save your friendships. You don't want to lose any. So you start making excuses for other people so that you can, like, tell yourself, oh, it's not toxic. It's fine. It's like, not. Yeah, I think, because I've never had to leave a friend it was always that friend left me in a way so like I I don't know how to like leave somebody because I'll always like end up going back to it until they decide to be like hey it's not working anymore like if it's not working for them like okay bye it's fine does that have to do with oh my god these are such nice segues that I'm doing but does that have to do with like the constant stress of like one day oh what if our friendship falls to pieces kind of thing is that like stressing you and is are like inherently stressing you but you don't see it and is that why like you you make these excuses for people I don't think it stresses me to lose a friend it's just I don't want to be the reason like of of potentially hurting somebody when they needed me like I don't want to end a relationship because because I because like okay I don't know if this is probably not a healthy way of thinking but like I don't want to end a relationship because like, I feel like if I end a relationship, that's, like, potentially hurting somebody. And I think feel like if I end it, I'm being selfish. Like, for selfish reasons. Like, oh, this person wasn't doing what I wanted. Okay, bye. Like, I feel like that isn't fair in a way. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I guess. But still, like, that's not right, you know? Like, you, like. I, I understand, like, not wanting to potentially hurt someone, but also you can't just ignore yourself in the process. Like, I think it's because I've ignored myself for too long. It's sort of just used to it. Like, because I think what it's, uh, what it's like for me is, like, I want to accept this person for who they are. 
like no matter what comes with it, I want like I can I want to accept this person no matter what they're like. Yeah, that, that's good. But but you shouldn't accept them if they're being toxic and that's in turn hurting you. Cuz then that's when you need to step back and look, and be like, "Yo, this is hurting me too. I know you need a friend, but I just don't think that it's me because what you're doing is affecting me too." I'm I a firm that's... believer in selfishness. <laughs> I mean, I think that's good for protecting yourself and your 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 mentality. And like mm-hmm. I'd like to have that, but like like on the outside I would say I, I could do it. But when it comes down to it, I don't think I could. I think that's just something that we have to work on then, identifying these toxic relationships and not even just leaving that toxic person out in the dust, but just working on that toxic relationship to avoid the toxicity. I think that's the first step. And then if that person still can't do it, that's when you say goodbye. I think I'm assertive when it comes to other people, but when it comes to me, like, I'm not as assertive as I should be, I think. Yeah, I think I was like that too, but because of COVID, I've just learned to be selfish. And, like, that's not even, like, people are always like, oh, being selfish is such a bad thing. No, it's not. Not when it's done in the healthy, right way. Like, like being has- selfish is, I think it's good. <sighs> I think being selfish can sometimes protect you from hurt that can be avoided. Yeah, but at the same, I'm not saying be selfish and just completely forget about everyone else. I'm not saying that. I'm being, I'm, I'm saying be selfish when you know that your needs are in danger and not your wants. And like, just like, like care for yourself. Yeah, you know? care for yourself. You need self-care. It's a thing. But when you mm. have, oh my God, another segue. When you have a lack of self-care, you like... That's that's another sign of toxic relationships, you know? Yeah, like, when, when, like, you find that you're caring less and less for yourself around that person, it's, like, sign of toxicity. Yeah. And like, yeah, like, when you have to drop everything for that person and you end up, like, forgetting about all these, like, previous hobbies or, like, interests that you would have when you were little or whatever, doesn't that show toxicity because you're just giving up everything for that person? I mean, okay, I feel like being able to drop anything for somebody when they are in need I think that's a very that's a sign oh, that you're no. very about that person right I, I I I don't mean like when they're in need oh absolutely but I was thinking like long term you know like when when not when they're need when when they're in need but when they're just like you're not spending enough time with me why aren't you facetiming me all the time you know we haven't ta- um we haven't talked in so long what's wrong with you why are you only fo- focusing on your hobbies why don't you focus on me too or not even need to, but why don't you only focus on me? That's when I think it's super toxic. But when you need to stop, like, watching a show or stop knitting or something because your friend's <laughs> having a me- I don't know. When your friend's having a mental breakdown, that's fine. That's when you need to push your selfishness. Self- can I fucking speak? That's when you need to push your selfishness to the side. But mm-hmm. when it's long-term and when they're like, oh, I don't like you knitting. You're ugly and you suck at knitting. Stop doing that. That's fucking toxic. Knit, I don't know. N- knitting, that's like, whenever people say hobbies, I always just associate it with like knitting, you know? But yeah, I, I don't think that we actually check off any of these when it comes to like lack of support. We both support each other very well. Toxic communication, mm-hmm. we're pretty open with toxic communication. We're pretty open with communication. <laughs> we're so toxically communicating. No. Um, jealousy we have that but it's jealousy in that we want to work better on ourselves so it's not toxic controlling Mm -hmm. behaviors no resentment (laughs) for jokes 
dishonesty <laughs> what dishonesty no because we're pretty open and honest people um constant stress i don't think we feel stressful about our relationship at all no i i don't feel any sort of stress it's so like lax yeah um ignoring your needs girl i will put <laughs> over you <laughs> but <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you oh my god but no like when 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 um when you need me, I'll be there. You know that. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll ignore my needs when, when you're, like, super, like, in need. But when you're just, like, bored or whatever. Or not even when you're bored, but when you're constantly asking me. That's when I know it's toxic. But you don't constantly ask me to drop my, my needs. And then a lack of self-care again. Like, I can set aside time for myself because I know I need it. But also mm-hmm. I can set aside time for our, for our friendship because I know we need it. Yeah, I think our friendship is pretty healthy, as in we balance things really well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, you yay. have your time, I have mine. We're good. We're not toxic. <laughs> yay! That's what this entire podcast episode has been about. We're not toxic. A bunch of our friends are. But it's okay. We will work on that. <laughs> That's so... This is like a, a diagnosing toxic relationships episode. This is nice. Yeah, it was fun. Like... I didn't know things were toxic until we talk about it, so. Yes, exactly. I don't know what I'm going to do anymore, but. uh. (laughs) Neither do I. I don't even, I'm pretty sure I won't, um, what am I saying? Walk away and do something about it? Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure I won't do that, but it's okay. It's okay. At least we know now, you know. So we're sort of self-aware. Yes, exactly. We had a lot of fun today talking about our relationships and finding out we are not toxic which is awesome yeah uh, don't forget to follow us on instagram at bt podcasts with s on the end and follow us on spotify and spotify is a really cool feature that we turned on where if you click the link in our description description right yeah in our description there's a link in our description where you can click on it and you can send us a voice message which is pretty damn cool so if you want to do that please send us a message because we're lonely. (laughs) Exactly. And it should be in all of the other uh, streaming platforms that you use as well. It should be in the description for those too. So, yes. Yeah. Well, I guess we will see you next week. Yes. See you then. Bye. Bye, besties.